For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, also on Dash Radio. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. That's where you find our pre- and post-game shows on the Hurricanes and the Dolphins. Hopefully, it'll go better for the Dolphins this weekend than it went for the Hurricanes last weekend. You can also check out FiveReasonsSports.com, all the latest from Brady Hawk and others. Again, we've got constant content there without a paywall. Also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network, including our friends over at therapist preferred. This is a CBD company founded in 2019 by a physical therapist to maximize performance and recovery for active people, hundred percent THC free and third party lab verified. So don't have to worry about it when you take it. All the products are made in the U S with cutting edge technology from organically grown hemp, the most popular products, the CBD sports cream, the strawberry lemonade gummies, and the green apple gummies. Make sure you use the code five reasons. That's the number five reasons for 25% off your order plus free shipping on all orders. I actually just got some strawberry lemonade gummies that came in here while I was away this weekend. So make sure you get your own. Go to therapistpreferred.com. That's therapistpreferred.com. Use that code five. It's the number five reasons. And now tonight's episode. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can find him at Greg Sylvander. I've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. And now we're going to do something that we probably should have done a little while ago, but we actually have some news to advance this which is update you on Victor Oladipo. Uh, Victor Oladipo, of course, re-signed for a minimum contract with the Miami Heat after being acquired from Houston during the season, played only four games, got hurt again, had additional surgery, a lot of mystery around him. How much money would he get somewhere else? Would he leave if the Heat didn't give him enough? And it turns out he basically takes as much of a make-good deal as you can possibly take in the NBA. And so what we're going to get into today is When might he be back? What are we hearing? And if that schedule is different than we anticipated, what does that do to the Heat's chances this season? How does that change the equation? Because I feel like Vic is the one person nobody's really taking into account when we talk about depth, when we talk about upside, um, and it's very possible he could be back a little sooner. So I'm going to start with Greg here tonight. Obviously, people sort of got hyped about the IG video Vic's finally putting something on social media that's not about music or relationships or something else. It actually had some basketball in there. And you have had some information we've been talking about on our threads 
that kind of jibes with a lot of the stuff that was in there in the IG video. Yeah, it's actually um, relatively good news, I would say. You know, obviously all this stuff is fluid, but, um, you know, sor sources close to Oladipo's process throughout the summer have maintained he's ahead of schedule and that um, that there is an expectation uh, surrounding him that he could be hooping by December and that uh, that is a completely different timeline that I had been conceptualizing as somebody following this team. I was looking at more like the all-star break. So the fact that he is um, advancing and looking like he is ahead of schedule and should be able to uh, play basketball, you know, like, let's just say Christmas, I'm throwing out an arbitrary date in um in December, for instance, like that's so much sooner than I was than I was counting on Oladipo. And we'll talk later in the episode about what the implications are of having him. But I just think that uh, the more intel we hear um, and the more information that comes in, it looks like this could be a situation where he could help the Heat sooner than maybe we were all thinking when the uh, signing was final. And what ties into that, again, is the social media stuff, because I, I don't think since I knew what you've been hearing behind the scenes, and some of the stuff that I've heard when I've talked to heat officials, where whenever I've said February, they've said eh, it could be a little sooner than that. Um, when I saw the IG video from Victor, I wasn't really surprised uh, because it seems to me like he's getting more comfortable talking about the basketball part of this. Uh, now that we may actually be nearing an end of the worst for him. Um, and we're going to get into the implications of it after the break here. But Alex, in terms of, uh, health. What, what what do you think is prudent for the Heat? I mean, I, would you wait an extra month or a few weeks after Vic says he's ready to get him back out there? And I guess from Vic's perspective, considering he's going to be a free agent again at the end of the season, what is most prudent for him in terms of recovery? It's a good question. I mean, probably like like I'm definitely not qualified to speak on this. If I had to guess, I would probably just. You know, like wait until uh, he's cleared and then maybe wait another week or two just to be safe. But knowing the Heat have been conservative in the past, like it, it could be longer than that for all we know. So I'm definitely excited about the prospects of Oladipo coming back healthy. I think that's something that would really change the trajectory of this team with the more reps that you can get with him during the regular season. I think just kind of warming him up for the playoffs would be more than ideal. But that's, you know, dependent on him coming back healthy. <laughs> whether it's prudent for Depot to come back right away. That's tough. That's actually tough because I do think he needs to come back and prove that he can still do this at a high level. And I think he's going to be like highly motivated to do that. But like I said, maybe wait a couple of weeks after he gets cleared. You know what I'm saying? Just to be a little bit on the safe side of it. Maybe that's going to be the way they go. I just, it's going to, at the end of the day, and I haven't used that in a while, it's prudent for, it's going to be prudent for the Heat and for Depot to get him out there pretty much as early as possible. We got it at the end of the day at the beginning of the pod. Uh, Greg, the Heat's history here is to be prudent. Uh, sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes to the frustration of fans, right? Like that's, And players sometimes. And, I think they and, want to get out there too, you know? Yeah, I think the Justice Winslow situation is the only outlier that I can think of uh, that just jumps to the top in recent years. Deion Waiters, maybe. Um, I, I feel like... Maybe Dion stayed out a little bit longer than the Heat wanted him to, which was part of, uh, you know, things deteriorating there. But but for the most part, the Heat hold guys out. Now, they hold them out uh, in life-threatening situations for sure, right? Chris Bosh, Alonzo Mourning. Uh, but they've also held out other guys throughout the years and been prudent with them. I, I guess you and I talked about that. We're going to get into the basketball stuff again after the break. But we talked a lot before Oladipo's free agency 
when he got hurt again with the heat of what made the most sense for him and for the heat. And right. I think there was a shared decision, at least to a degree, or at least on the, on the heat's part, it seemed like they weren't going to push it too much in part, maybe because the season had a cap to its upside anyway. Right. Um, we had been hearing that Oladipo, uh, you know, again, was seeking other opinions. I know, and I, he got another opinion. And of course the, the surgeons since come out and said they actually did the right job this time. But, but I also think we, we thought there was some disconnect at the time, right. Between the heat and, and Oladipo, mostly because of that statement that the heat put out, which was, yeah. which was kind of cold. The very fact that he's back on the minimum, what does that say? I mean, does it does it mean that there was a meeting of the minds there? Because, I mean, that's a sacrifice. Not much of a sacrifice from the heat unless you really didn't think he fit the culture. It's a pretty significant sacrifice for Oladipo. Yeah, see, but this is like the, <clears throat> excuse me, this, this is like the uh, the interesting scenario for Vic, right? Because you're right. There, There's a lot of, when you look at this, you think about why would he have returned to this scenario when it looks like um, there isn't really a path for him necessarily to start on this team. I, I don't think at this moment, obviously we'll see how, how lineups shake out. There could be ways for him to close. Absolutely. But um, so there, there could be a case to be made that maybe he would be able to showcase himself elsewhere and he stuck around, but here, here's the, the big one with Victor Oladipo coming back to Miami and why it makes so much sense for both of them. Really? If he plays well, he goes into next season with a $1.7 million cap hold, but the heat hold his bird rights. So they can either send him to a place that wants to invest in him or they can invest in him in, in him uh, long-term. You know what I mean? So I think there was an element of this that just made sense for both of them to take this risk and take this shot together because of the upside from Miami's perspective, but also from Oladipo's earning potentials perspective. All right. So after the break, we are going to get into that. Uh, we're going to touch on the basketball part of this, because like you mentioned, uh, there does not appear to be a path to start on this team, even though you can certainly make an argument that Victor Oladipo, a healthy Victor Oladipo, is one of the top four players on this team. So we'll get into a little bit of how this looks like and how this changes the equation. Before we do want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network, you got to go to everything trade shows. If your company is going to trade shows. And we know obviously COVID's still around. People are starting to get back to this stuff though. And if you need a trade show exhibit, you may not have your entire staff back yet. So you need a one-stop shop. Full booth build and the design. Again, it's a one-stop shop for trade shows. They handle the logistics, the booth, the graphics, the furniture, the flooring, even some tips to get you noticed. They teach you the difference between renting and buying. They're based right here off of Las Olas, but they can service all 50 states. So schedule a free consultation, Mention five reasons. Not only you get the free consultation, you get a free booth rendering. They'll tell you exactly how it's going to look. The phone number is 954-791-8882. That's 954-791-8882. Or reach out to Chris and everybody else there at everythingtradeshows.com. Again, make sure you mention five reasons. We tell you that all the time with all of our sponsors because you always get a deal. All right, let's get back to it. Um, Alex, the Victor Oladipo fit on this team. We talked last season about what the Heat needed and what he could provide. They didn't have a lot of uh, play creation, particularly in the half court. They needed another point of attack defender. And it appeared, even with some of Vic's struggles fitting in and even with some of the struggles shooting, that those two things he was able to provide. Are those two, are those two things as necessary with this particular group as they were with last year's group? Well, 
Maybe the answer is no, but I don't know how much of a gap there is just because obviously they have Lowry now who is going to help settle a lot of those holes, but they're going to need Depot almost just as much as they needed him last season, just kind of in a different context, just because like we talked about before, their depth isn't exactly something that you feel awesome about just headed into the season uh, because of some of these guys that they're going to be relying on who are not exactly proven NBA players that gave Vincent Max Struess uh, while Depot was gone. And I think having him back there healthy uh, would be just such a boon for the Heat in a similar way to having him last season, even though they badly, badly needed the shot creation last season. This season feels a little bit more real. It feels a little bit more like they're really going to be in that contender mix. And so that's why I'm saying I think it's just as important this season because they're re- they're really going to need what he brings. They're going to need him to be a great def piece. like, And he doesn't even need to be any sort of like real shot creator when he's on the floor. I think what he really needs to focus on is when he gets the ball, it's just getting to the rim, right? And the fact that he could do that still, I don't. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Decently high level while he was here, playing with a torn quad or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes me feel better about it. He, he was getting into the lane and making stuff happen. And even though he didn't look like an all-star, uh, it, it was making things easier on, on Bam and others. Like, I just think he would be an exceptional player to have in your rotation if he comes back looking healthy. Yeah, I mean, talk- I... I that great. No, go ahead, Ethan. Well, Greg, we talk about rotation, right? So, I mean, again, we're not talking about him having to do this from the start of games, which is something – we're not even the start of the season, but start of games, which is something we were sort of counting on him to do last year. Yeah, no, it's funny. Like, let's just remember, like, everybody wanted either Kyle Lowry or Victor Oladipo, and there will be a point this season where he'd have both. And just I just think that that's – I can't emphasize enough that I think that's getting lost in this in that he he'll have a, a, a good role off the bench. Um, I think that there's like, he's the perfect fit for what they're going to need uh, from a shot creation perspective. And I know that um, like to Alex's point, rim pressure will be huge too. Uh, his, you know, point of attack defense. There's just a million things that you can say about him. And he's the one guy that I think, raises this team ceiling in a way that's like if you catch lightning in a bottle and Victor Oladipo is any semblance of what he was prior to any to to this last injury even if he's just back to that player and you have that off the bench that just it changes the trajectory in ways that um that I think are really worth monitoring like it's just a super underrated uh element to this entire season Alex we talked a lot about staggering uh, on this team, right? And that that was a way to get Lowry on the floor with Hero um, and to sort of cover up some of the, the possible bench deficiencies that this team will have at the start of the year with all the dead roster spots they have and with some unproven players like Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, at least unproven, you know, in terms of being core rotation players. But I, we haven't talked a whole lot about the fit with Oladipo and Hero because if you're not staggering, you're likely bringing the two of them off the bench together. And maybe by the time that Depot is healthy, Tyler's probably had a good, I, I mean, uh, the very least six weeks to two months 
uh, being the core player on the second unit. And then all of a sudden you're bringing in a, a guy who's played on all-star teams with him. What does the hero Oladipo fit look like? That is a good point uh, that we haven't really gone through, like you said, but I, I think in theory, it's one that works. Like, for example, I don't think this is going to be something that, and maybe I'm wrong about this, uh, you know, a couple months down, but I'm kind of expecting it to be a situation where Hero is getting a lot of those bench minutes with somebody like Kyle, whereas like he's kind of gotten in with Jimmy over the past couple of seasons. And I think that's going to just take the burden off him to to be that playmaker like we talked about. And I think it's going to be a point where, you know, he Lowry sticks in with the bench. Tyler is there playing with them. And then once Depot is just kind of back in the mix, back in the rotation or whatever, maybe those Lowry minutes are cut. I mean, that Lowry with the bench minutes are cut a little bit short. Depot comes in earlier. Maybe it's that type of thing. It's just kind of about managing the the actual rotations and when people sub in. But basketball fit, I don't see why it doesn't work. Like, I just think it's two guys who take pressure off each other, two guys whose, I think, skills on the floor complement each other pretty well, considering you want one attacking the rim more often than not, and you want the other shooting more often than not. Both can do kind of different things and a little bit in the pick-and-roll game. Like, I think it's something that they can definitely make work and probably are incentivized to make work because the more pressure you can take off Lowry and Jimmy having to create stuff for the rest of the guys, the better, I think. And if you can really just rely on those two working well together, that would be a pretty awesome tool to have in your back pocket. Now, it's not a guarantee, though, because although all of this on on paper seems like a really great fit between just the two of them and their skills being complementary, it could very it could very easily be something that you know, doesn't work out right away. And we're talking about in a couple of months is something that maybe they got to figure out. Well, I mean, Greg, if you're able to get the two of them out there together, playing well together, then I mean, well, a couple of things happen. One, you're able to, to rest Jimmy and Lowry more often, I would think, but, but also uh, you don't necessarily have to use Jimmy or Lowry with either of them. Right. Like, I mean, if you have the two of them, you, that may be enough offense to, and, and maybe, and again, if you have Oladipo kind of there in the middle, you could probably play Duncan then with Hero a little bit more, which I know is something that that Brady got in, into in a recent story because you, you want to have the shooting of Hero and Duncan out there together, but we obviously, you know, you don't want to have kind of the dis- defensive liability possibilities that occur with the two of them together, right? So I, I feel like Spolster can get away from some of the staggering and with, with having to bring Jimmy back off the bench or Kyle back off the bench, uh, maybe he brings Bam off the bench to play with the two of them at times because I could see that yeah. working, right? But 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 you don't have to roll back the starters with them as much. No, and I think like just it should be you know mentioned again like this is best case scenario if, if Victor Oladipo is playing at this level, um, it, it's a perfect uh, you know problem lineup lineup problem to have to sort out, right? Like that you have a guy that can contribute in this way, and I think that uh, Hero. And, and, and Depot would absolutely be able to play together, but it's more about just having another highly talented player. When you get into playoff series and, and, and rotation shrink and you're in a game six or a game seven, and all of a sudden like six and a half guys end up playing or something like that, or seven guys or whatever it is, just to have another guy that you can count on that we know um, despite the injuries and such, he can get to a level that is elite. Like there, that that is there. Whether he gets back to it or not, we'll see. But just to have another guy in that mix, I think, is just a, a super um, interesting thing that we'll get to play. That we'll see play out this season. All right. When we come back from the break, 
I want to get into this from Vic's perspective. That'll be the final way that we cover this tonight and kind of where his career can go from here. Before we do, I want to talk about another sponsor, the Five Reasons Sports Network. We've got NFL games starting this week. They count. So go to prizepicks.com. Use the code FIVE. That's F-I-V-E. Get your initial deposit doubled. That's what you can do there with a bonus. Again, using the code F-I-V-E. And this is our daily fantasy partner at the Five Reasons Sports Network. So you can play all of the Sunday games. Of course, you can play the Saturday games too for college football, but play all the Sunday games. Get a handle of it before the NBA season starts. You can win a lot of money here. Uh, again, you can pair two, three, four, five players together. You can go all in with power play, halfway in with flex play. However you're, you're comfortable doing it, deposit as much or as little as you want and play as much or as little as you want and play across sports if you want to do that too. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code 5, F-I-V-E. It's a real easy uh, app to download, and they've actually got a bunch of new promotions and they change the look of the app a little bit. It's pretty cool. And they give you a lot more in terms of live content there. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code five. All right, let's get into it from this perspective uh, real quick with both of you, Greg. So Oladipo, best case scenario for him this season, for him and his future is what? He contributes to a deep run in the playoffs for Miami. And they subsequently um, feel comfortable enough in awarding him with a long-term contract far above his cap hold, what he's making this year. And, um, and they can just get creative in that way. I think that that's best case for both, for both in, in both ways. There's other, other ways that this can shake out. And, um, and I do want to mention, cause this thought came to me earlier and I didn't say it, this could also play into why they just locked into Gabe Vincent and Max mm -hmm. Struess and those guys. And if they feel like Depot is closer, it could also be, uh, you know, that's like a, a tell as to why they uh, didn't add another uh, backcourt player. Right. But I think the best case scenario is Oladipo finds a home in Miami and they are able to come to a, an agreement because you're just not going to find talent like his. Um, on the open market with the levers that Miami has uh, going forward, like mid-level exceptions and such, if he regains form. Alex, is this the best place for him long-term? I mean, if, if, if he's probably not going to ever be better than the third or fourth option here. I mean, maybe offensively will be at times, but I'm just saying overall in terms of star power, he probably wouldn't be better than three. He's been a number one on a team. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. I hadn't even really thought about that, whether or not, like, this is the best situation for him going forward. And obviously how that's changed now that Kyle's here and it just seems like Deepo is going to be relegated to mostly being a bench player. So that's not something that's really gone through my head, but it's a fair question. I do think trying to look at the Heat situation, knowing how long Deepo has wanted to be here, um, just the fact that they look like they're really going to be a, a contender, like I said, this season. I think this is something that no doubt interests him. Now, I'm not sure about long term. I mean long term. Like I think it's a little bit of a of a balance that they're gonna have to kind of go through with him, right? Where like getting him enough minutes and touches because this guy, like you said, was a number one on the team so recently, right? <laughs> like two seasons ago. And although we know he's not that anymore because of what's happened to him, I think he's coming into the season uh kind of knowing that okay, I'm going to be healthier sooner than later. Like, I've got a chip on my shoulder. I've got a lot to prove. So the rigors of that, the roller coasters of, of, of that comeback, I think is going to kind of determine what happens over the next few seasons and how just he takes it, just being this bench rotation player who, like I said earlier, they're going to need, but maybe not being a featured star piece. But he did right. sign for the minimum. So it's like, how much, right. how much... How upset can he really get, right? Well, I think Greg, Greg, I mean, effective in that role. 
Greg, this comes back to your point, though. You, you've said repeatedly that to a certain degree, you know, after everything, he's got to humble himself a little bit. I mean, I know a lot of these circumstances beyond his control, but they are the circumstances. Um, it does seem to me like taking a minimum to play here, you know, when he's not going to be the lead guy uh, is Betting a means of humbling himself, right? Uh, yeah, totally. It, it, it's kind of, it, it's two ways. It's he... He showed humility in taking a veteran minimum deal. I bet you he could have gotten a one-year deal for, you know, somebody's biannual exception or something like that. Um, and maybe been promised a different kind of role when he got involved. But uh, the, the, the bird rights situation there, I think that there's a carrot that, that, that is at the end of this for Oladipo, that if everything breaks right, just did not exist if he went anywhere else. So that just can't be hammered home enough. And also, like, as much as you can go elsewhere and be featured and we can talk about him being a number one or a number two and how here he'll probably only be a three or a four um, or, you know, maybe even further back on the death chart. I think at some point in your career, winning starts to become um, a, a, a thing that you're you know, you're just going to be judged by it to a degree and to fit into a team that makes multiple runs and be part of a core in the Eastern conference that maybe uh, gets past a juggernaut like Brooklyn, for instance, or does something like that. I, I just think that there's more, um, th th there's just more uh, long-term stuff that he's going to be able to uh, hang his hat on than going to Detroit and averaging 19 a game for the next three years. All right. Check out our sponsors. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll have more episodes coming up uh, this week. And we actually have a special guest we're going to have here, a, a former Heat player. I, mean, I don't want to mention the name, but that uh, Greg is a big fan of. Uh, and uh, well, that, I think that's all I'm going to say. He could shoot. Uh, we'll have him on the pod here over the next uh, few days as well. Check out all the other episodes in the Five on the Floor Library. And check out our sponsors, prizepicks.com, the code 5, therapistpreferred.com, the code 5RSN, and, of course, everythingtradeshows.com. Have a great night. I know we were having Jason Capono on. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.